Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, we'll answer a listener question about why things sound louder in the morning. Then you'll learn about a trick to stay motivated from physicist and entrepreneur Safi Bacall. You'll also learn about the science of the winter solstice. Let's satisfy some curiosity. We got a listener question from Kendra, who writes, During the school year, I'm up before everyone else in the house to get ready. However, it seems like everything I do is super loud compared to the day. Somehow, every floorboard I step on creaks, every door I shut slams, and I trip over everything. During the day, when I do these things, they seem to not be as loud. Why is this? Great question, Kendra. To answer it, we need to think about what's different super early in the morning from the middle of the day. It's darker, right? It's also probably a little bit colder. And of course, it's quieter. At least one of these elements must be the reason. So let's take them one by one. Okay, so first off, light waves don't affect sound waves. So we can cross light right off the list. But what about temperature? This one is possible. Sound does carry farther in cold weather. Basically, when a sound wave in the cold hits a pocket of warm air higher in the atmosphere, it bends and comes back down to the ground, which carries it farther. I could see an argument for the same thing happening indoors when you've had the heater off all night, but the scale is so much smaller that it seems unlikely, especially considering the fact that you already have a ceiling to bounce sound off during the day. No, in this case, it's not physics. It's you. You know how a scented candle smells amazing when you first light it and then you just stop smelling it after a while? But when you light it again a week later, bam, it smells amazing again? That's an example of your brain adapting to a stimulus. Just like your nose with that candle, your ears hear so many sounds throughout the day that they just start tuning a lot of it out. They have to. Otherwise, the world would sound deafening. But when you get up in the morning and your whole house is super quiet, your ears are no longer adapted to loud sounds. They're ready to hear the creak of the floorboards and the slam of a door at full volume. The sounds were always that loud, but in the morning, your ears are especially ready to hear them. Thanks for your question, Kendra. If you have a question, send it in to podcast at curiosity.com. Sometimes on our podcast, we like to share advice from really successful people. And today we have a guest with some great advice on how to stay motivated even during tough times. Ready to get psyched up? Our guest is Safi Bakal, and he has quite the list of accomplishments. He's a physicist, and he's also a successful biotech CEO who took his company public. Oh, and he also worked for President Obama's Council of Science Advisors. So, yeah, we figure his advice might be worth listening to. Safi told us that in tough times, you can keep your chin up and weather the storm by focusing on three things. It's very difficult to keep motivated. It's very difficult in face of a lot of rejection. So how do you do it? And so over the years, I keep in mind something I think of as, uh, since I don't remember very well, I need acronyms. I think of as SRT, Spirit, Relationship, and Time. And those are sort of like an internal uh, dashboard for me. How am I doing? So spirit is whenever you're sort of feeling down or it's not working or it doesn't seem to be getting traction or it's not, doesn't seem to be paying off, Come back to why you're doing what you're doing. Like, What is your noble purpose? And if you step back, everybody has a noble purpose. You know, it might be if you're working in medicine, it's sort of obvious. You know, you're trying to save lives. If you're in national security, you're trying to protect the country. But other people may be trying to empower others. It may be trying to elevate the nation, maybe trying to elevate their listeners, maybe trying to spread joy. All of those are a noble purpose. So firstly, keep coming back to what's your noble purpose because that recharges your battery. 
The second is R is relationships. When you are pursuing something really difficult, you tend to often just shut everything out, get blinders on. And one of those first things to go is relationships. But those are the things that actually save you, that actually give you energy, that will help you when you are down. Stuff, having a nicer car, a nicer apartment, or eating at better restaurants or whatever, won't help you. Relationships will help you. So you want to make sure you're taking your time to nurture those relationships and keep them strong because the temptation is just to get rid of them when you're totally laser-focused on some new passionate project or something. So there's S, there's R, and then T is time. And that's because when you're anxious, when you're anxious about how your project is going and there's a ton of uncertainty, it's very tempting to fill your calendar with sort of mindless stuff of this gets done and that gets done, but none of it is really important. But it gives you a feeling of control. And that's kind of a fool's gold. You're actually wasting your time. You're filling your calendar just to reduce anxiety. It's sort of like mindless junk eating. Like you're feeling anxious, so let's just go into the cupboard and you know eat 17 bags of potato chips. You feel terrible afterwards, and you've got nothing done. So spirit, relationship, and time. SRT. Did Safi's advice resonate with you? Well, if it did, then I have some great news. You're going to hear from Safi again in January on a few episodes of Curiosity Daily. In next month's miniseries, he'll be doing a deep dive into a new way of thinking about the mysteries of group behavior. That's the main focus of his new book titled Loon Shots, how to nurture the crazy ideas that win wars, cure diseases, and transform industries. And you can find links to learn more about Safi and Loon Shots in today's show notes. Today's episode is sponsored by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. You could get in a crash, people could get hurt or killed. But let's take a moment to look at some surprising statistics. Almost 29 people in the United States die every day in alcohol-impaired vehicle crashes. That's one person every 50 minutes. Even though drunk driving fatalities have fallen by a third in the last three decades, drunk driving crashes still claim more than 10,000 lives each year. Many people are unaware that driving while high can be just as dangerous. In 2015, 42% of drivers killed in crashes tested positive for drugs. Not so harmless after all, is it? And get this, from 2007 to 2015, marijuana use among drivers killed in crashes doubled. The truth is, driving while high is deadly, so stop kidding yourself. If you're impaired from alcohol or drugs, don't get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Drive sober or get pulled over. Every year, generally on December 21st, the Northern Hemisphere experiences the winter solstice, the longest night of the year. Why does that happen? How is it so predictable? And what does it mean? We've talked about solstices on this podcast before, but on the eve of the 2019 winter solstice, we thought we'd dive in specifically into the details of what's happening this weekend. And lucky for you, it's actually pretty easy to envision exactly how the solstices come around each year. Imagine you're standing 20 feet away from a flashlight that's shining right at you. And now you're spinning a basketball on your finger. If the basketball is balanced perfectly in the middle of that flashlight beam, then the upper and lower halves of the ball will get the same amount of light while they spin. But if the basketball is slightly tilted so that it spins around an angled axis, then the ball won't get the same amount of light everywhere. Instead, either the very top of the ball or the very bottom will never be illuminated. You probably see where this is going. That tilted basketball is the Earth, and the flashlight is the sun. 
In the Northern Hemisphere, the winter solstice happens on the day that the northern half is leaning furthest from the sun. That also means that when it's the winter solstice in one hemisphere, it's the summer solstice in the other. Because the Earth stays tilted in the same direction even as it orbits, the solstices are always six months away from each other, seeing as they come up at halfway points on the journey around the sun. These days, the winter solstice doesn't have a lot of impact on our lives, other than maybe driving up your electric bill. But it does let us know that days are about to start getting longer. I don't know about you, but I won't mind a little more sunshine starting, appropriately, this Sunday. We have exciting plans for this podcast that we would like to share before we wrap up. Next week on Curiosity Daily, you're going to hear some of our favorite stories from 2019 in ad-free episodes. We'll be back with brand new episodes starting January 1st. And in addition to our series with Safi Bacall, we have some other really cool things coming to Curiosity Daily soon. Like earlier this month, we interviewed one of the guys who invented GPS. Yes, invented it. We're also producing interviews we've already recorded with some really cool people, including Jaron Lanier, who literally invented the term virtual reality. It's going to be a fun year. Stay subscribed to Curiosity Daily and please tell your friends and family about our show. That's the best gift you can give us this holiday season. As for us, let's give the gift of recapping what we learned today. Like I learned that noises are louder in the morning because your brain hasn't adapted to the loud sounds of the daytime yet. Makes sense. Yeah, and I learned that I can stay motivated with the acronym SRT, Spirit, Relationships, and Time. Which means remember your noble purpose, keep your relationships healthy, and don't overschedule yourself just to stay busy. Guilty as charged. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to have free time. Yes. And we all had a nice reminder that the winter solstice in your hemisphere happens on the day when your half of the world is tilted furthest away from the sun. And I think this means that both the northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere are hating life right now <laughs> because we are at our coldest and they are at their hottest and it's just not fun. Mm, everything in moderation. Yes. <laughs> Even the axis of our planet. <laughs> Today's stories were written by Ashley Hamer and Ruben Westmiss with editing and script writing by Ashley Hamer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity.com. Additional script writing today by Cody Goff. Curiosity Daily is produced and edited by Cody Goff. Have a great weekend and join us again Monday to learn something new in just a few minutes. Until then, stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network.